Welcome to XR Today. My name's David Dungay. We are here reporting live from Immerse Global Summit in the beautiful Madeira. I'm here with Maxim, futurist, strategic advisor, film producer, a man of many talents. How are you doing, Maxim? I'm very well, thank you. Fantastic. So, Maxim, I really want to get into the metaverse. It's a massive theme here at the show. You were on stage yesterday with Jay Latter and uh, some of your other friends from the metaverse, shall we say. Um, tell us. Uh, we're all thinking, you know, how are enterprises going to get to the metaverse? What are those challenges? What are those hurdles? Um, you know, wh wh where do you see those challenges right now? Interesting. I, I, I think that it's an amazing time in many ways because the technological solutions that are being provided are a kind of smorgasbord of options, right? It's this wonderful spread of technologies and platforms and service providers engaging and producing content, producing environments. I think the biggest challenge for enterprise level organizations is that there's this this culture within those organizations of maintaining control. So what they really want to do is not really create a metaverse space, which would be interoperable and interactive. As we were just discussing on stage, you want uh, gardens, not walled gardens. And they don't want to do that because the traditional socioeconomic paradigm for those organizations is one of control. So we create a service that we have complete control of from beginning to end. You pay your money for your ticket to the fun fair. Thank you very much. You've paid your money. You've had your experience. Go home. But that's not the metaverse. The metaverse is not walled gardens. It's open spaces. It's open standards. It's uh, universal, interoperable technologies that allow your audience, your users, you know, the people paying for their tickets to just move freely from one area to another. And I think that it's that paradigm shift that is the, really the biggest obstacle for enterprise-level organizations. A lot of them are creating experiences that they're calling, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of them are creating, <clears throat> frog in my throat, a lot of them are creating experiences that they're describing as their metaverse. And I think there's something deeply ironic about that title. It's not your metaverse. Yeah. That's like saying, we've built our, uh, you know, our mountain or our, our carness. You can't, yeah. Like you can't, the, the language is wrong. You don't build carness. You build a car, which is an example of a vehicle that fits within an existing system of technical and engineering standards that works within a legal framework that allow people to drive cars on roads. You're not making carness. You're making a car. And so I think it's important for these very large-scale organizations to recognize what they're creating is, is a metaverse compatible experience they're not making a metaverse they're not making their metaverse right it's, it, i mean it's a really really interesting one right so we're we're, we're here at the uh, igs uh and i even when i came to get you earlier you were having a conversation with a, a colleague jay latter about uh you know differences between mixed reality and augmented reality and uh, bringing that back to the metaverse and you know, within the industry we're still having this conversation of what it is what it means for businesses um, you know, we need surely we need to agree between ourselves first. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I've I worked in and out of education for twenty twenty five years, and one of the and we started our panel today with well, what, hang on, what is a creator? It's very easy to get lazy with language, and they say ninety percent of philosophy is linguistics for a reason, because I might say NFT, for example, 
and we and we begin a whole conversation about NFTs. We're actually talking about different things. And the conversation we had earlier uh, with Jay Latto, who's genius, uh, was well, you know, what's what the difference really between augmented reality and mixed reality? And he and I, uh, so far, respectfully disagree about. <laughs> we'll we'll have that debate later, but but you know, the it's always helpful to reestablish and reestablish and reagree what the terms mean when we use them. And I think that, uh, you know, one of the things that, that we were talking about yesterday is that when people use phrases like I need or I must or I have to, they tend not to finish the sentence, right? They don't include in order to. So you have somebody that says, well, I, I, I have to create an avatar, full stop. And like you'll cease to exist if you don't create an avatar. Like your universe will end. No, you're creating an avatar for a particular purpose in a particular context. And what does that word even mean? And does it have to be an avatar that really represents you? Or could it be an avatar that's a completely different being? So with uh, Vinci today, Sammy Torber, she was talking about the, the character she created, Vinci, is a super heroine in the metaverse. And as far as she's concerned, it's a natural extension of her being in the metaverse is amazing, right? But what do we mean by this word avatar? And then we're getting into brands, you know. I mean, way back, it used to be that one of the critical components of branding for a major organization would be the exact tone, right? You had Pantone colors, and then we got into RGB and, and web color codes. And you have to, if you use the logo for an organization, it has to be exactly that color. Now we're building metaverse experiences. They're experiences. They're not just things that you observe. They're experiences that you have. You're right inside it. Even with 360 video, it's the same. It's a different thing. Now the context in which a brand is presented is also part of the branding. So, I mean, for these businesses looking at the metaverse, how they can uh, leverage it, for want of a better word, or connect with their audience in a different way, you know, where, what's, what's the answer? Where, where do they start that journey? Is it, is it with a solution, as you say, focusing on the right, the right thing, not, not just jumping in both feet? You know, wh where should they begin that journey? Well, I think it's a truism that you plan best by planning, uh, planning backwards. Mm -hmm. So the important thing is to be clear about the outcome that you want to achieve. If your outcome is to improve engagement with a brand, it might be that creating a metaverse experience is not ideal for you. You know, we saw some amazing, let's say pre-metaverse, pre if we can say that meaningfully, pre-metaverse experiences like pop-ups and uh, flash mobs, right? So you'd have these flash mobs would appear out of nowhere and do a dance in a public space and everyone's taking photos and sharing them on social media. And this is fantastic engagement, this sense of euphoria, this sense of authenticity, uh, almost a sense of kindness, like, hey, let's just celebrate life. We're just going to enjoy being alive and dance in the street. There was something about those original early flash mobs that was very honest, was very real like we really mean it we really mean to do some crazy creative thing uh okay go the band okay go these amazing amazing music videos i think over time there's this danger that attempting to participate in these new technologies and platforms can begin to feel cynical and audiences are incredibly sensitive to that it's like uncanny valley like they know you know it seems like everyone's smiling but they're smiling because this is the fifth take of them doing this recording. The smile isn't real. It's not in the eyes. And I think it's crucial that organizations seek to authentically connect with their audience and not try to just act like 
everyone else is. Like, oh, everyone's doing the, the polka, so we should do the polka too. No, you should find a way to express your brand, find a way to engage with your audience that is in the service of your audience. It's empowering and engaging and uplifting for them. And don't just use these platforms as an opportunity to brag about how great you are as an organization, as a brand. No one cares how great your brand is. What they care about is living a good life, being happy, connecting with people, falling in love, eating nice food, maybe having a nap, right? They, they want to have nice experiences. So if you, can, if you can identify the outcome you want, which is going to be probably some change in the way some people... Uh, some people feel about your organization or themselves, that they frame themselves in a world where you matter to them. Well, if that's your outcome, you need to think about their needs, not your organization's needs. Create something for your audience, not for yourself. Absolutely. So um, obviously, we're in a bit of a, a mind meld of the, uh, the, the industry uh, over, the, over this week. What's been your biggest learning or takeaway that you know when it comes to the metaverse what what have you what are you going to take away from this event this week man i mean the food's been good <laughs> i think <laughs> there's a couple of things actually that that have really impacted me uh, one is i just love this community every single person that i've spoken to has had something amazing to share they've had uh new dad jokes <laughs> you know everybody is kind everyone's Everyone's a hugger, right? And I, that sounds really cheesy, but but it, life is hard, right? And what we're trying to do is non-trivial. We're trying to create abstracted layers of conscious experience for beings that exist in multiple dimensions and forgot to have coffee this morning, right? So we're life is difficult, and it's amazing to have a community that is, seems to me to be truly, it's like the maker community, right? Everyone's truly just trying to make things better. And on that note, I think the second thing is that was something that um, Joao said just now on our panel on the creator community, that what's the point unless you're trying to make things better? And every single organization, every single individual that I've spoken to, not a single person has said, like rubbing their hands together, ah, yes, I found a great way to make loads of money and I'm going to use my audience to steal their intellectual property. That is a conversation I've never had with anybody in this community. Every single person says, hey, we were inspired. We had this idea and we were, we were just thinking, what if? What if we could do that? What if we could, I'm, I'm trying to remember the Kennedy quote, what if we could fly to the moon with alloys that haven't been created yet and technologies that don't exist, not because it's easy, but because it's there? You know, everybody has this attitude of lifting up. And I think we need more of that. I think it's good. Absolutely, I totally agree. Um, Maxim, it's been fantastic to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much for coming along and sharing your insights and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on XR Today.